Welcome to the 21st episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the fries to my cheeseburger, Mr. Kale Adam. How you going? Best fries are Porto's, best cheeseburger, McDonald's. Huh. You think a Porto has the best fries? When I can get them. If not, it's got to be KFC. And I hate So, to firstly... Firstly, we need to okay. Firstly, we need to distinguish chips and fries. Okay, um, shoestring fries. Okay, we're not in America here. This yeah, is Australian yeah, yeah. podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're going to differentiate the two. There are shoestring fries. They're fries, right? That's like your Hungry Jacks, your McDonald's, uh, and then you've got chips, yeah. which is your your, your KFC, your Porto, uh, your Red Rooster. They're they're chips. They're hot chips. All right. Chips are the so, way. Yes. N- incorrect. I, I would maintain McDonald's while also having the best cheeseburger has also the best fries. This is the issue with my life is that I've, I'm surrounded by people that insist that McDonald's mediocre fries are in fact the best thing when they are in fact average AF. So you're just being a classic non-conformist again. The, the populist says that this is the best and you're like, well, I like to be different and I refuse to be like the other fucking sheeple and they are bad because I say so. Yeah, that's correct. Did you ever think that you were wrong, Kale? Not you're like for the a one second. Out of t- <laughs> Not, it never crossed my mind, even for You're a like second. the one out of ten dentists that don't recommend toothpaste. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Johnny Depp. No, no, no. Nine out of ten said it, toothpaste is good. Colgate is good. And I, I don't believe in it. I, I like to use a Porto sands. <laughs> I like to sandblast my teeth every night before I go to bed as the only true way to clear off plaque. Look, it's I take extreme stances and I stick to them to the bitter end. You take extremely wrong stances and you stick to them. Yes, <laughs> that is accurate. I can confirm that right here, right now. Govinda, you, Kale, you're waffling on too much. We have too much to get through. It's, look, we just need to run through the fact that you claimed it was your birthday this weekend. You were up here the whole time. Uh, we spent too much time together. And quite frankly, I don't know. I don't know where to go from there, from here. What do you have to say for yourself? You fucking monster, okay? I'm so sick of you hijacking my fucking podcast. It's actually bullshit, okay? Yeah, I was there. And yeah, it was my birthday. And you know what? No, this no, week's no, my no. birthday too. It wasn't, no, shut up. No, no, shut the it, fuck when's up. your birthday? <laughs> my, my birthday is the week leading up to the week of my birthday, okay? So it wasn't As well as the week leading up and my birthday day. They're all my birthday. And if I say it's my birthday, it is my birthday, all right? I bet you you would try and like if you missed your birthday, you'd try and have like a makeup birthday. Afterwards. Yeah, I would. Uh-huh. I would, That's and bullshit. I fucking deserve it. That's why. Okay. It says I will so not much hear another you. word from you. I'm taking your birthday next year. That's my birthday now. I don't care. That's my birthday. No, it's my birthday. Anyway. Whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm gonna get something, and you're gonna be even more mad that you never get anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. So yes, I was. Near your residence. Yeah. We did get crepes and they were really good. And I have to give you that credit. Thank you. I have to give it to you. You know <laughs> what? I you. actually, I went to the crepe place and I, in my, in my head, I was like, no matter how good these are, I will yeah. not give him credit for it. 
And then I had one, and I was like, they're fucking good. And that's how good they are. Was that? They're fucking good. I'll admit it. Sometimes I over-exaggerate. It's something that I'm guilty of, but sometimes I'm fucking right as well. And the crepes are exhibit A. You need to learn the skill of uh, managing expectations. Like, this time you were lucky, but what you need to do is you need to underplay everything and say, you should definitely, you should definitely have them. Like, they're okay. They're pretty good. You they're know? fine. And then yeah. when I have them, I'm like, oh, dude, pretty good. These things are fucking incredible, you know? <laughs> but you, if you make people expect this, like, life-changing experience and it's not even, like, and it's, like, even a little bit less than that, they're disappointed. Counterpoint. If I were to do that, I cannot then bask in the reflected glow of the glory of these crepes because I made it about me. When they were good, it meant I was good. And I was good in that moment when you and everyone else sat there munching contentedly no, on your delicious crepes. You weren't good. It has nothing to do with you. You didn't make the crepes. All you did was <laughs> literally told me that they existed. You have nothing to do with the quality of the crepes and it does not reflect on you as a person at all. I think it says a lot about me and actually quite a lot about you that you won't just fucking give me big daps for these crepes. I Big literally dance. just did. I literally just did. I said I wasn't going to give you credit and I have to because of how good they actually were. All right? It's like you never listen to me and that's what frustrates uh, me the most, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, the crepes uh, were good. All right. We fucking, good look, look, long story short, the crepes were fucking good. It's my yeah. birthday. It was my birthday. It still is my birthday. And then on Saturday, it is the final day, which I'm going to call D-Day. No, B-Day. Nailed it. <laughs> In commemoration of actual D-Day, D-Day, I'm calling the 30th of October B-Day, which is my fucking birthday. And don't you forget it. All right, dude? Yeah, no. You know what I really I'm like? Going, just- I'm going to a fancy hat party. No big deal. <laughs> I really love, like, you know, when you when you follow, like, the story of D-Day, like, the preceding days, it becomes, like, D-Day plus two. And I love that. That's how you should refer to things the week oh, after your birthday. Okay. Well, no, I'm actually going to go the opposite, right? And so what, what it was last week was B-Day minus 10. Okay. Yeah. 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 You like that? Yeah. It's pretty good. Fuck yeah, dude. Look at this. <laughs> look at this teamwork right here. We just came up with a sick system to really acknowledge how long my birthday really goes for. It's too much. There's, I told it, you this. There's yeah. an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm about this where Ben Stiller tries to have a makeup birthday party because it's like three weeks late. You're, you're getting there. It's not quite that bad, but you're in that realm. Yeah, I'm getting there. It, look, it was the Saturday before my birthday, which is on a Saturday. It was only one week. It was actually B-Day minus seven, which honestly isn't so bad. <laughs> but look, we've stuck on this for far too long and we have a lot in the docket today. So we, we are going to move a little bit. We're going to move into what you've been playing real quickly on my front. I played Far Cry. No more to say about it. What any, have you been playing, Kale? Any further? Well, yeah, I've been playing it. <laughs> Be like, weird if I was playing it and didn't progress at all. <laughs> like significant story progress because I've stalled out. <laughs> not like I'm uh, not super significant. I've still I've kind of stalled also, but not stalled. It's just I I don't know the story does that thing where it's like, hey, there's all these different areas, and in each area there's someone to talk to, and you got to recruit them. And I d- I'm doing that, but like I don't know, the story's getting a little bit messy. Not messy, just muddled. Where I'm not really paying too much attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I think um, I think it might have defeated me this game. I haven't really had a lot of inclination to go back to it. Although, Yeah, I get it. Like, I, I was playing more and I was like, you know what, it is just Far Cry. Like, it's nothing. It's not like changing the world. And I, again, I'm getting stuck in this this thing where I just use one rifle with a suppressor and a four times and that's all I do and it gets old. And I know some would argue that's my fault. 
<laughs> but it, if you put armor piercing rounds on this thing, I, I single shot, headshot, everything. Like nothing survives it. So like, why would I do anything else? You've broken the game for yourself. Well, I just think there should be another hard difficulty level because I'm on the more difficult one. I thought the same thing. I think this game is ripe for some kind of survival mode. Something like to just amp it up a little bit. Um, I also, there's this little thing and it's really little, but you do it a lot and it adds up, right? Picking stuff up is annoying. Like, I think you go up, yeah. you got to get like resources, right? You got to get gas and metal and there's a lot of it around. You've got to pick it up and to do it, you've got to hold square. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I? Well, firstly, you've got to be, you got to be a little bit too close to it, which I find annoying. There should be a longer distance <laughs> between that. Because I'm like, if, if I'm not like literally standing on it, I can't pick it up. And two, it's like this one second hold square situation, which once f- feels fine. But when I'm literally picking up like a million things, I'm like, oh, just get this going. Like just, it should be a tap square to do this. You know what I mean? Two things on that. I too was disappointed. And so I checked out the accessibility options. The alternative is you can double tap square to pick things up, which... <gasps> Uh, no, no, hold on. I don't think it's better. It kind of annoyed me so much that I stopped doing it. Uh, I think they need to change the pickup button from square to something else because obviously it's a re- it's reload and they didn't want you to do that. Yeah. Right? So they should have changed it to something else. I don't know what. I use melees on circle. Yeah, I don't know what you'd do because I, I always, again, I swap my crouch to R3, my crouch and slide, which is mm. just a little bit more, uh, you know, a little never take your fingers off the stick kind of vibe. That's something for what daddy. Do? Triangle, triangle swap weapons, <laughs> but honestly, you got a weapon wheel and I don't know why L1 wouldn't swap weapons when that's your weapon wheel. Nothing makes sense. Anyway, uh, that's the- just little things. Overall, it's still fun. It's just more Far Cry, so don't expect too much. I do like the ability to just like jump off cliffs and use your uh, wingsuit. It's a really quick, fun way to get around. Love yeah, uh, part the second on the uh, <laughs> the items on the ground thing. I don't know if you know this, but some of the gear has effects for that. Like you can equip a hat that lets you automatically pick up things while you're in a car. So there might be oh. a there might be a solution for you in there, but it's also very obnoxious. <laughs> I but then think. I've got to I've got to waste an item like a like a, some equipment on that specifically, which seems like a it just seems like a they designed a shitty system so that you would use this item. Like you know, it yes. just, I don't know. Anyway, I have nothing more to say. It is still interesting. I still play it because it's all I really play. Unless you want to play Hell Let Loose at some point, which I'm always down for at this point. We should. Yeah, we definitely should. We should it's, stream it. Actually, it's been a busy week. There's been a bit on. Speaking of streaming. Oh, yeah, I've been streaming things. <laughs> I think... You, you didn't pick up my segue? Yeah, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> it's it's starting to rain here, and I'm concerned because it's uh, going to be a big storm. It. If it gets too crazy, then we will have to end this. I'm, I really wish you were listening to yourself because you can't tell if I can hear the rain or not in your audio, and it's making me sad. You know I need my convenience. So... <sighs> I've been streaming a few games. Uh, I think I might talk about them next week in the interest of, you know, time. Yeah. What I did get into, though, was uh, a little bit of House of Ashes last night. This is the latest Man of Medan horror anthology series. You said so many things that I didn't know about just then. <laughs> so, the you know, Until Dawn. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. games. Okay. So, yep. I've, funnily enough, played all of them. This is the third one in three years. They're a bit hit or miss. This one is reviewing well, and I've played it for a couple of hours, and it seems better than... I believe I played the last one with you, right? We played some of it. I forget what it was called, but it was about like the witches and the village yeah. and shit like that. I forget the name of it, and it was a bit... Def- hit or miss is a good way to describe that. It, it is. The, uh, so the first one was like about a haunted ship 
the second one was witches, and this one is like a military horror, sort of in the style Ooh. of Alien or perhaps Predator. Uh, so yeah, just a couple hours in. Seems good so far. Uh, it's like baby scares, which I really appreciate. It's like baby scares. Yeah, you looked very confused. It's yeah, like I was the level of scariness that I like, where it's not like terror. Oh, like scares, scares for babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Like peekaboo. Yeah. But of course, yeah. even that, I couldn't play on my own. I'm playing this with my lovely wife, and it is uh, it's a good time. Uh, the Tears. Ashley Tisdale's in this one. <laughs> the Tears. The Tears. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, okay, well, look, you finish that. Let me know how it is. I'm not going to play it. But I'm glad you are. <laughs> well, I mean, you can. Through the power of transferring, you can... You can enjoy it yourself. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Transferring. I forgot about that. I forget what even that even was originally, wasn't but this is how we're going to reuse it. Jesus. Wasn't that something to do with, like, the Vita? It reminded us. It feels like a Vita thing. Yeah. Okay. We can, we can use that to determine. We're going to take that. We're going to take that. I'm going to transfer the shit out of House of Ashes, and we'll see how we go from there. Love that. Uh, we're going to just we're going to just move on because again, there's a bit on the docket here. We do have to finish up the long live play IGN's greatest game of all time. Oh shit! As well I forgot today. about that. <laughs> so that's going to have to happen. So we're just going to keep this ball rolling a little bit. Um, just a couple of like, I guess I'm going to call them housekeeping things. I don't know things to note that didn't make it into a full news article, but just things to note. One, I love Georgie York calling you out, dude. Yeah, he out. did. And uh, look, I appreciate that because I was calling you out last week. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he called you out for calling me out when you were essentially calling the kettle black. You know what I mean? It's true. You dropped Final Fantasy X with little fanfare, little victory fanfare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a little Final Fantasy joke. <laughs> oh, shut, shut up. Keep, going, keep talking. <laughs> shut up, keep talking. Shut uh, up, keep talking. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I kind of dropped uh, Tales of Arise. For those of you who don't know, George York Morgan... Probably our number one fan. I'd say, I said probably, but number one fan. Called out Kale for calling me out about not finishing Final Fantasy <laughs> X when he started Tales of Arise. Played it for like what seems like four hours and then stopped playing it altogether and spoke about it heavily for like three weeks. <laughs> the worst part was I probably played it for about 15 hours, but here's what happened. This game commits a dirty sin and I'm afraid this might be coming more common. So there's... DLC for this game, like, you can pay to level up your characters. You can, like, pay real money to increase the rate of experience you gain. And this is something that, like, the latest Assassin's Creed's have been doing. Pay to win, baby. Yeah, in a single-player game. And I didn't think too much of it to start with, but I've kind of hit, I don't know, like, the early mid-game. And I'm starting to feel it a little bit. Like, I feel like I need to get up a bunch of levels, but then it's not even that I've noticed that you're not gaining a lot of experience. It's the fact that I know that I could pay to get more. And that's <laughs> kind of broken me. Were you a, tempted? A little bit. It's like $4. That's the worst part. Like, it's so So doable. affordable. <laughs> and I don't know, that that kind of um that kind of soured me a little bit. And I, I'm actually enjoying the game. But yeah, that's, that's it, Georgie. I haven't touched it in about two weeks because of that reason. And Anyway, I'm just stoked that you got called out because I was getting real sick of your shit. And uh, I don't know. It just was nice to have someone on my side for once. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I'd uh, go that far. <laughs> uh, there was also just a really quick trailer that dropped for Haunted Chocolatier. Tell me about it. Yeah, so this is from our, everybody's favorite indie developer, Concerned Ape, a.k.a. the guy that made Stardew Valley. Uh, the one-man team, the wizard, the magician who created that beautiful game that we all love. 
and no and hold dear in uh, our hearts. Just as a side note, Stardew Valley, top 10. It's a really good game. It's, it's just a, such a fucking good game. Uh, a couple of years ago, my wife and I moved to another city and it came out on Switch and I lost her for maybe two weeks. Like it was just like she'd come home, she would just get log into her farm and you don't hear a peep from her and she doesn't play a lot of games so it's like it's a special beast that can do that to someone yeah exactly i did the same thing to my sister when i moved to new york and she was there and like stardew came out on like ios yeah i told her to download it and eventually like a week later she's like i had to delete it i just i'd wake (laughs) up i'd farm and then i'd go to sleep and it was bad and to be fair it happened to me too but a little earlier (laughs) yeah now they do like the co-op thing which is actually really fun it's what a fun game but anyway, it looks fantastic. Do they have a release date? No, uh, it's just in development. But uh, the cool thing about this, it looks almost identical. Which Yeah, except you're running a chocolate shop instead of a farm. Yeah, it looks like the adventure aspect has been beefed up. There's like bow and arrows mm-hmm. now and like looks like adventuring is more of a thing. But the thing I love yep. the most, so he seems to have wholeheartedly lifted the mechanic from Moonlighter where you take items you set them up in a store and then you kind of automate it and like npcs will come in and buy shit from you and that is like crack to me it's such a cool part of that game and i'm very excited to see it in something like stardew valley oh so it's just a way that you don't have to sit in the shop and actively sell shit or it's even better than that like you at least in moonlighter this is how it works like you set up things and different people will like different things and you watch them and they'll like be interested in items or they might move away and you can like raise and lower the prices to try and like get Lure people them in. in ah that's kind of cool deeply satisfying i like that i like that look it looks it looks good but only because it looks like stardew and just like the look of it instantly makes me want to play it but I'm stoked on it. They don't have a release date, as far as you're aware? No, it's in development. And just huge shout out again. That dude is fucking loaded right now. What a happy So just ending. to be clear, it's one dude, right? It is one dude. I believe, I do believe he like outsourced a little bit, maybe. And yep. especially the uh, like the ports, like the Switch port. I think he got That's some how help. you make the money. Like you do, uh, you make a game by yourself. Yeah. And you make the money. It's also a cool right. story because I think he was like living in his girlfriend's like room rent free for like a couple of years and was really struggling. They nearly broke up and he's just like slaving away on this game. So it's oh, great. The ultimate story would have been that they did break up and then <laughs> like a week later he releases it and makes a bazillion dollars. Well, uh, but anyway, keep an eye on that one. We definitely will because I'm I'm like if if it doesn't come to PlayStation straight away, if it's only on Switch, like I'm just gonna play it on Switch. Like you know, it seems like a good Switch game. You got to do it. This week, there was also the release of the official Uncharted trailer for the live action movie starring Marky Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Uh, That's right. How did you you feel about this, Kale? Uh, Initially concerned because it leaked first. There was like a teaser of the teaser and that leaked and that looked real bad. Uh, Actually, and I guess I'm still concerned (laughs) because I watched the full thing and it had moments... But the tone's all fucked up. I don't think this is for us. I don't think this is for people that played the games. I said this to someone in our group chat. My expectations are so low that it really won't take a whole lot for me to have fun. Yeah. It is interesting. Like, I could be totally wrong about this, but it seemed to be like a mashup of, like, Uncharted's 1, 3, and 4. Yeah, it kind of does because it has the it has the cargo plane, like, falling out of the back of the cargo plane scene from 3, but then it's got the pirate ship in the cave of 4. And his brother um, from 4. His brother's been mentioned. It's There's a point where... 
Although I feel then like they reference him being a young Drake as well. Yeah, but also it's Chloe who is introduced in the second one, but Elena's not in it. Yeah, I think is it do you think it's because she's just kind of a shitter character? I don't know. Cause like that or kind they of didn't want to have they didn't want to have a love triangle in like in a single movie. So they but were just like, let's pick the better one. That was kind of interesting in two, like yeah, but you've got games that are going for 10 hours each. You have 40 hours of game to to unpack a story like that as opposed to a two-hour movie, you know? So maybe they were just trying to That's it. I think, it out. I think I'm almost expecting too much from this, so I just like yeah. need to lower everything and no, just go I'm see it. I'm uh, thinking my assumption is it's going to feel too rushed. That's going to be my assumption, especially if they're trying to jam-pack like kind of four games in one into one movie. Uh, it's going to feel like rushed. Is, is how it's going to feel. The older I get... Much like the the final new Star Wars movie felt very rushed. Yeah, the, the older I get, that's just how I feel about movies. I just I would be happily There's never... Time. I'd just watch TV series for the rest of my life and never mm, see another yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And I feel like that that's maybe why The Last of Us might have a little more hope than yeah. the Uncharted movie because it is a series and they can unpack it a little bit better, mm. especially because the characters in The Last of Us are kind of important, sort of. Love them. Anyway, have a look at it. It it looks fun. I'm just going to say it. Um, yeah. oh, it doesn't okay, look no. good. It just looks fun. I thought I was done. I'm not done. I I don't know if I like Tom Holland, and I feel like he's just always kind of playing... I thought it was Spider-Man, but he's really just playing Tom Holland. <laughs> I see no <laughs> distinction between his Nathan Drake and his Peter Parker. They have the same like awkward comedy, and that is just not yeah. Nathan Drake. He's got a style. It's like every Seth Rogen movie that Seth Rogen's ever been is, is just Seth Rogen playing someone with a different name. You know? The difference is like Seth Rogen doesn't play like beloved characters from video game and comic book franchises. <laughs> yeah, he plays the Green Hornet. <laughs> I've never seen that. You shouldn't. <laughs> uh, and then finally on our little like housekeeping little things that didn't quite make it into the news, but are things to note. Uh, EA released a EA and Dice, I guess, released a what we learned about the battle about Battlefield 2042 after the beta was gone and done and been and done and uh, nicely like kind of summarized what was missing, what they're adding, um, things to expect that will be different in the upcoming release, which comes out in like fucking like two weeks. So, <laughs> um, big ones for me that I, I noted is uh, they acknowledged the very low aim assist on controller and they have tweaked it to make that more akin to what you have experienced in past Battlefield games, which is honestly surprising that that wasn't how it was. Like, why change it? It yeah. was so good. Honestly, the gunplay in five, mwah, mm, chef's kiss. Uh, they also addressed the no no ability to bring up a map. Yes, um, now this bring is up right. A map. It seems like it's more of just like a full screen map rather than the little expanded map that you would get in Battlefield 5. But any map at this point is better than no map. Yeah. Um, so they did show a screenshot of what that looks like and you can use it again. They also have re-added, or I guess re-added. It's not like it wasn't ever going to be there. It just wasn't there in the beta, but they added what they call the comma rows. Sorry, I didn't know if that was a spelling mistake. I was looking at that word and I was like, what What could that be? <laughs> no, it's what they call it, the comma rows, which is like your radial menu with all of your like, I need ammo, I need health. Huh. Uh, and then it also is like your request squad orders or if you are the squad leader, you can issue orders from there as well. Um, and they also acknowledge that people were being dropped into bot heavy servers. Uh, and the bots are really not designed to take over for players. They're just designed for newer players to get familiar with the game and the mechanics. And so the bots are always meant to be there, but then get backfilled with actual players. And there was an issue where servers were not getting backfilled with actual player characters. So yeah. they acknowledge that as well. 
Animations for getting in vehicles was cut drastically down where it's almost instant now. Uh, healing animations have been improved. The, I forget her name, but the medic uh, specialist that was in the beta also now self-heals much quicker and it's easier to heal people at a distance with her gun because they will like home in on the, on the person. Yeah. Um, they also, this one was not in what I wanted to hear, but they, on Orbital, at least that map specifically, they have <laughs> upped the tank count from four tanks, so like two per team to four per team for a total of eight tanks, which for me is, is just too many tanks. Yeah, that's that's too many tanks. I think the one that I was happiest, and we talked about it last week, is that they're aware of the concerns that specialists were limiting teamwork. And, you know, they, they have some reasons for that. They say that, you know, that'll be different when we have access to all the specialists, but at least they're aware of it. And, you know... Yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, your mileage honestly, may vary. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. And I'm honestly more excited for Hazard Zone and Portal than the just straight up all that warfare. Because at yeah. least in Portal, Portal, you can literally just reinstate classes. You can get rid of specialists altogether, have a regular Battlefield 2042 game, and just reinstate classes from an older game. What a fucking slap that'll be to dice if that's just what people play. They just like don't touch the actual multiplayer. <laughs> they just go to these servers and just sit there. I wouldn't there. be surprised. <laughs> honestly, the only reason I... Th- like uh, not the only way, not play regular, the regular game mode, but the I feel like specialists will really come into their own when you're playing Hazard Zone. And yeah, it's like a tight yep. four man squad, and you actually need to use your abilities to coordinate with a squad, and the squad play is just more important because if you die, you're dead. I uh, mean, I'm excited to see the rest of the maps. That'll be cool. Like, and also like when this comes out, there's I think there's kind of another weird um dead zone for the next month there's not a lot coming out it's because as we will talk about later things just keep getting delayed (laughs) yeah 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 uh yeah so i i'm playing it i i told everyone i'd cancel my pre-order but i'm not because i want seven days early access because i'm a little bitch but uh uh we should oh we should do that actually you have the pre-order too don't you i do i just kept it let's stream it baby seven days early access we can do that let's do it Get on board. Uh, but anyway, that's just a quick little recap and update of a few things that didn't quite make it into the next segment, which is the news that we care about. Kale, take it away. This one's big and relatively recent. Um, so rejoice, O ye faithful, for another state of play is almost upon us. Announced with very little fanfare, Sony's next live event will begin at 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, which is a new acronym that, you know, doesn't come up much. Uh, that's taking place on... It's not new and it does. (laughs) (laughs) It just swapped over, you know? So this is happening Wednesday, the 27th of October. For the Americans and the English folk, you can look it up yourself. I can't, uh... (laughs) I can't take care of that. Sony has wisely decided to keep expectations in check, noting that this state of play will focus on third-party titles for PS4 and PS5 and will run for about 20 minutes. It seems unlikely we will see more Battlefield 2042 as they have partnered with Xbox, but Call of Duty Vanguard is unfortunately likely to be shown. Govinda has alleged and wagered his minuscule reputation on the fact that Hogwarts Legacy will be shown. Okay, okay, okay. Firstly, I'll be upset if it's about Call of Duty. I agree with the unfortunate part (laughs) of that. Secondly, I'm glad there's no Battlefield 2042 because, like, why? Like, we've seen it. We know what's we've going on. Beta. It comes out in, like, two weeks. Don't show me more of that. That's a waste of time. Thirdly, <laughs> I have no reputation to wager, and at no point did I call it a fact. Uh, look, that was a little bit of editorial on my part. I want people yeah, to be yeah, angry yeah, yeah. at you. 
Uh, yeah, I know you do, and that's bullshit. Um, the only reason... This is just a thing that I saw in the news this week. Uh, there was a noted PlayStation insider by the name of Millie Amand, uh, who shared that Hogwarts Legacy could end up being shown at some point within October, uh, and being that October 27th falls within October, it is very likely, very possible, I'm taking the likely out of that, very possible that Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy will finally be shown a little bit in a little bit more detail. It's, uh, which I'm actually kind of excited for. Yeah, it's time. I think, like, the the elephant in the room here is that uh, J.K. Rowling is a contra... Tron, uh, <laughs> a controversial... Uh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a controversial figure, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. Again, I can separate all that shit. I w- I'm going to play this game. And I'm going to play care. this game. And it's- I'm going to say something that's probably controversial, too. Michael Jackson's music is still good. Oh, dude. Fuck. I I'm think, saying it. I think I can separate the artist and the music. The music's still good. I think they're coming for you right now. <laughs> Who's they? Holy I don't shit. know. I'm getting raided, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting. I wish we had... I might even uh, resurrect feature of the week because there's going to be some fucking takes when Hogwarts comes out or even if it's shown and I'd like to dive into that a little. And I'm going to... I'm going to crucify feature of the week one more time, if necessary. Uh, I think I'm excited, I guess. It's 20 minutes. It won't be much there, and I'm not honestly expecting too much, but I kind of just want to see Hogwarts Legacy, if I'm being honest. I'm. You know what's funny? We probably... It'll just be totally random shit. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll just be, be like... party indies. It'll be Vanguard for 10 minutes, and then... God. Oh, you know what? I did see something saying maybe it would be... I think it was just Push Square, actually. They were speculating it'll be that... Um. What's the new Hyperlight Drifter new game from those guys? I didn't know about it. It's called Solar Ash, I believe. It just looks like Hyperlight Drifter. And I think you and I both bounced off that game. I tried like three times to play Hyperlight Drifter and I just could not get into it. Much like I won't be getting into the next game. How dare you? In case you needed any more proof that God is dead and you are alone, Elden Ring has been delayed from January to February 2022. This is fucked for a number of reasons, mostly relating to Kale's selfish need for this game, but the final product will benefit from the extra polish. February is shaping up to be one of the wildest launch months in recent years for PlayStation gamers in particular, with Horizon Forbidden West, Dying Light 2, Saints Row, and now Elden Ring all vying for your time and attention. In other Elden Ring news, a closed network beta test will be held in November and a select group of participants will be able to play a portion of the game between the 12th and 15th of that month. You can register on the official Elden Ring website for a chance to be one of the lucky few. Kale, have you registered? Get in my fucking veins. No, I haven't, but I really, really, really will. <laughs> I really just wanted to call you out on the fact that we were going through this document mm. before we started recording, and you're like, oh, yeah, i got to do that. I'm like, didn't you write this yesterday? What yeah, I did, like, I did. It's like you didn't know about this. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I almost um, don't want to. I don't really mm. want to touch this yeah. thing at all. That was kind um, of my thinking, because I saw this a little while ago when I was going to register, and I was like, no, no, I don't want to. Yeah, look, it could be something like, fucking stoogie where Australians can't do it or it's like Japan only or something. But either way, this is this is my next big game. Even over Horizon Forbidden West, I am so excited for this bad boy. And look, a month isn't that long. We've waited years already. Uh, it's really not, but I'm going to be... And this is actually maybe will benefit us, but like I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West. That will benefit us. 
we can come at it from both angles. A little pincer yeah, attack. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to do that first, at least. I probably am too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the dates are specifically as well, so I might even have time to do both, but I probably won't. But I know for sure that Elden Ring will break me. You don't know that. Maybe they've babied it down for babies like you. Literally, my dream is that they babied it down so I can actually finish it within a reasonable amount of time. My time is limited and expensive. I cost money, you know? They should be paying me to play it at this point. You know what? I said I wasn't going to say anything about it, but I will. I've been streaming Dark Souls this week. And you know what? The thing about streaming a game like Dark Souls has made me realize, Govinda? That you're fucking sick at the game. That I'm fucking sick at the game and also people (laughs) get to see me being sick at the game. <laughs> so I'm very excited for Elden Ring. I love these games. This is uh this is something for Daddy. I am Daddy in this situation. All right, everyone, stay tuned. February, Kale will be streaming this game this moment he starts <laughs> it, and you can see him have to learn and suck. It's in my blood. You suck. Govinda, beleaguered developer CD Projekt Red has had to eat shit again, announcing delays for not only the PS5 native version of Cyberpunk 2077 but also for the next-generation version of their better game, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Cyberpunk is now due out in Q1, and The Witcher 3 at some point in Q2 of 2022. After the disastrous launch of Cyberpunk, CD Projekt has undergone significant internal reshuffling, and this seems to have had an effect on the planned release dates of these titles. I love this story because you messaged me, and I was seeing it online too, that we might be getting a surprise launch of the... Witcher 3 PS5 update, and the very next day, they're like, no, psych, it's fucked. It's going to be like another <laughs> five months. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think originally, like, the ESRB had accidentally released a release date for the Witcher 3 PS5 version. Yeah. I think it was and here I, in Australia, must, too. Well, yeah, some ratings board. Well, it was like, it was a ratings board that released it, so I don't, I'm pretty sure it was the American ratings board, but sure. And then I... It, it must have been in reply. Like, they must have started to see all these things come out and they knew people were going to get hyped for it. So, within 12 hours, they had already come out and been like, no, it's all delayed. Just as a. We still suck. It's <laughs> fucked. As a quick aside, uh, apologies if the thunder is coming through, but I seem to be. This is like an apocalyptic story and the, uh, the weather is appropriately worsening on my end. <laughs> I'm going to add a thunderstorm backing track to the entire podcast. That would be good. So that it drowns this out. Yeah. yeah. That would be okay, good. Cool. Deal. I have no way to fix that in post. I'm sorry everyone <laughs> in advance, but I really don't want to record this later. This is hard because like every time I think about The Witcher, I can't play this game again. I just can't. But I also think I probably will have to fiddle and have a little twiddle with it. Oh, I'm gonna. I literally have a save that I stopped playing specifically for the chance to play a PS5 version. I'm more intrigued for them to release some information about what they're going to change because I know it's going to be a 60 frame a second. That's got to be a, a sure thing, right? Yeah. Are they going to do like uh, like any sort of tweaks, enhancements, anything extra, or is it just going to be that that's somehow taken them five years to do? The like complete edition of this game has kind of been locked in stone for a while. <laughs> that's a little uh, pun because it includes the Hearts of Stone expansion <laughs> in addition to Blood and Wine. In addition to like, oh fuck, remember when CD Projekt were good and they released like 15 free LC and everyone loved them because they were the first company to release this thing called free LC, which you didn't pay for and it was just additions. It was things like new armors, new weapons, new quests. It was great. And now everyone hates them. (laughs) Yeah, well, because now they're the cyberpunk developer. I'm honestly not excited. It's not the word. 
I'm intrigued to play their Cyberpunk PS5 version because I still like I only put like 15 hours into something, 12, 15 hours into the, the original launch, and it was like this sucks. And so I'm actually intrigued to see how it is after that. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Oh, wait, maybe it wasn't you. Who was it? Someone we know was playing this, perhaps one of our mutual friends. And they were like pretty, they were like, they were fucking red pilled by this thing. They were like, oh, no, it's all right. There isn't too many bugs. I think no, I know that who that me. was. I was, I was hard crashing every hour. It was definitely not me. Because I was playing uh, it on PC, allegedly the best version, and mine was fucked. Like it was. <laughs> oh, dude, my my all my control bindings, all my like, because I was changing all my aiming sliders and sensitivities, and then like out of nowhere they would all get reset to default, and I literally mm. had to have screenshots of my settings so I could reset them up after a hard crash, and then eventually I was like, "Fuck this, fuck you, I'm out. This is well, <laughs> this is horse shit, and I will maybe play you again in the future, but no guarantees." I love that I won't have to buy it and I can just transfer it from you. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd play it on PC. I probably will. I probably will. Yeah. Who knows? I was, oh, well, I guess you don't even need to wait then. PS, PS, PC's version no, is not be, changing. You'd be surprised. I keep like a little eye on my like Steam updating thing. And whenever like an update comes out for PC, I like read the patch notes and they they haven't done a lot. Like the patches are still small and like... There's a lot of shit. Yeah, wrong I'm, with this I'm intrigued game. as to like when they're going to start adding like the f- like features into it that they talked about. Yeah, they did. So- I mean, they didn't remember like how the cops were fucked and like they would just they just turn appear around. and disappear out of nowhere. Yeah, I think they did something with that, but I believe like it was very underwhelming. Still, like, and that was the fix. Well, the whole idea was it was meant to be like gangs everywhere, and you had like, and that just never was a thing. Like, it never was a thing. It's going to be weird because they are so stuck. And then there's like, do they just add DLC and like just go fuck us, I guess? Oh, and like, They just need to, I th- honestly think they just need to abandon it uh, at this point. Honestly, like, I don't know what to do. Like, just fix it, give up on the DLC, start making a better game. I don't know. See, like, I'd love a redemption here where they come out with a massive new expansion for free and they've fixed it. They've added all these systems and it's oh, like, you, you just- imagine. It'd be such a good comeback story, and I'd like that. No, well, the comeback story would be cool, but could you imagine when they just go, hey, yeah, we're releasing DLC, but now we're going to charge you for it? Yeah, I, they just cannot. And also, there's I like, know, but they might. Th- there's the precedent of um, No Man's Sky now. Like, you need, there's a, there's a mold now. If you fuck up like this, you need to keep your head down for a couple of years, you fix the yeah, shit. You need to sh- shut up and fix it. And look at those guys. Like, they've turned it around. It's been, sure, they've wasted five years updating that game, or wasted. Your mileage may vary again, but they're still working. Yeah, but they're on also it. <laughs> they're also getting like every six months they're getting really good PR. Yeah, it's about right. like a crazy update they've done and what a redemption story it is. And like I think the PR is super valuable for at least their, them as a brand for anything they want to make in the future. And CD Projekt Red could use some good PR because really they haven't had good PR in the last two years. I will never forget when that fucking Hello Games dude came out and just promised everyone the sun <laughs> and the moon and all the stars and that game came out and wet fart just <laughs> wettest of farts you know what's funny though is like at the end of the day everything that he promised came to fruition yeah it just took four years it just took <laughs> five extra years to do it uh look we're gonna move right along uh sean murray that was his name <laughs> carry on oh, I, I could have said that but yeah, yeah anyway in news that should surprise absolutely no one that listened to this show, Sony Santa Monica's excellent God of War is coming to PC January 14th. 
Following other PlayStation-exclusive titles like Days Gone, Death Stranding, and Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War will now be available for our glorious PC overlords to enjoy while the console peasantry whine and grub about it in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to set a little, an image of disgusting console peasants complaining, reveling You're in their a, disgusting you are You are a console peasant, dude. I'm a half God of War will... <laughs> God of War will feature NVIDIA's awesome DLSS AI rendering system, which through sheer wizardry increases both frame rate and graphical fidelity far beyond anything PlayStation is capable of. Kale, do you even like playing PlayStation? Have I shown you this shit? I, dude, like, I know what DLSS is, dude. I know it. I know I, what it does. Well, you I get understand it. how technologically limited I am. But again, this is relevant. The first time I saw this was when I got Cyberpunk for PC. And these settings, I was looking at it. I was like, what could this possibly mean? Like, what? What does this do? And you turn it up and the game looks better and also runs faster. And my <laughs> mind was just like, what is this? This is like the anti-PC setting. You turn things up and it runs faster. It's crazy. So anyway, it's it's interesting to me that the definitive experience of God of War might be on PC. Like it's going to look better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to run better, but that it might look better. Okay, so I just really want to like, I want to touch base on this because you said something that the PlayStation could never do. Right. Uh, so, in a, in a PlayStation Five, you have an AMD GPU, and uh, it actually has a feature called Fidelity FX Super Resolution. Uh, mm. It is, and I, I just really quickly, just on a quick Google search while you were talking of <laughs> seven letters, which was DLSS PS Five. This feels quick like Google a search. blast, and I don't want yeah, to be it on is. it. <laughs> it took me very little f- time to find this, and the first article in PC Games on the PC Games website. AMD's FSR could outpace NVIDIA's DLSS on PC as the first PS5 game gain support. So I'm just saying this is possible on PS5. It's not DLSS because that's an NVIDIA thing. But for AMD, there is something equivalent and PS5 is possibly capable of it. And it could outpace the rival of NVIDIA's DLSS. So eat shit, Kale. You suck. <laughs> Do some research. You're the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. I just blacked out for a second. Did you say something? I said you suck, and I said you're the worst, <laughs> and I said DLSS sucks. Go AMD, FSR, way better. Huzzah, PS5, ipso facto, better than any PC you will ever make. I know you use Apple and that garbage Macintosh system. Mac? Fuck. Apple, Mac. Fuck. NVIDIA's the way. Govinda, in an update to last week's story... Dbrand has altered their patent and is selling dark plates again. And if anything, they're sexier than before. Disagree. (sighs) By getting rid of the collared corners and going with a more rounded and ergonomic design, Dbrand feels confident that this redesign, which it calls Dark Plate 2.0, will, quote, successfully close the loop on this dispute and neutralize any future infringement claims from Sony, end quote. This redesign also includes new vents to allow the console fans some additional airflow. They go on to say, The difference this time is that we've created an original design for which they, Sony, have no basis to allege an infringement, Dbrander said. If they want to try, they'd better be ready to pay our legal fees. This whole debacle may have been a genius marketing ploy to promote these sexy new dark plates, which are selling like hotcakes. The next wave of orders will not be ready to ship until January. 2022. Govinda, do you hate that you have an old, inferior style of D-brand D-plate? I think the new ones look like shit. I like them. They get rid of that weird 
sharp pointy shit on top of the PS5, which is my biggest issue with it, I have to say. No, it's not. It's only an issue since they made these dark plates and you wrote this story. Don't even pretend like you cared about that before. <laughs> I've always thought like it looks awkward. What is the use of it? It's just like a weak point. If it were to fall over, like it just fucking that shit cracks off and then what do you do? You gotta No it doesn't. Yeah. At worst the at worst the plate (laughs) will like fall off and you put the plate back on. You're overthinking it, dude. And I think the vent on the side is just like, hey, do you want to get like more dust into this thing? They showed like scores of the like, oh, like without a vent, it cools this much better. And I was like, it's it's not that much better. Like (laughs) (laughs) sure, it, it cools better, but it's like not that much better. You know? It's also like, I have no way of determining if that's true. Hopefully someone else would do that. Oh, well, they, they have like some graph of some description. That no point do they show <laughs> the graph of what it's like with their plates on it. They just show you what it's like with it as a stock console. It with missing the left plate, it missing the right plate, and it missing both plates. Interesting. But at no point did they put something about their plates. They're just inferring that like, oh, well, with no plates, it cools better. And so our plates have vents on the side, so it must cool better. I invite everyone to go to the dbrand website because it's incredible. Like the subhead just says checkmate lawyers. <laughs> and there's just so much like <laughs> passive aggressive text throughout all the marketing for this thing. It's great. <laughs> yeah. There was something where it was part it was the symbols being on there, but it was also that Sony had at some point in the recent past, like since the console has been released and after dark plates officially were already being sold, PlayStation then patented the design of the plates. Huh. And so then they had to redesign the plates to not infringe on these patents. Uh, and so that's why we have Dark Plate 2.0. But really, I feel like if <laughs> they're, they're only talking about them being better because they can't sell the original ones anymore. And if they could keep selling the original ones, we would never have these. Now that your plates might actually be worth something. This honestly, could be an interesting little situation. Honestly, I'm going to look at selling them and see how that goes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even joking. Like, if I can make money on these plates that I paid, like, 60 US dollars for, I will. We are not above scalping here on this show. We will do whatever it takes. Again, we run this show at a loss, so <laughs> anything to recoup some of the costs is... is I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll pimp out my dog if I have to. Look, there's just a little update from the story from last week, but I don't have too much more to say on it other than have a look at yourself, decide if you like them or not. I think they look ugly, but that's just a me thing and maybe I'd get used to it over time. I honestly would like them to release a version without the vents on the side because the vents to me are the ugliest part. Well, yeah, like the vents, if the vents were gone, would you consider them better then? Because then the whole thing just becomes ergonomic and smooth and it's still black. (laughs) maybe i'd maybe think they're better i don't know i don't really hate the look of it like you seem to when i look at my all of a sudden out of nowhere all i can see is like a douchey college kid with a popped collar that's what i think well i think it's because you have it's got a white you've got a white collar right now it's like a it is like a douchey kid in a white polo shirt with a popped collar whereas i'm all black over here I can't see shit. It just looks like a, a big, big black square rectangle shape. And that's the way it should have been from the beginning. So I am a, in society. I'm better than you now. So I'm I in a casual tea. You're, you look like some kind of office schmuck. I'm here relaxed. I'm chill. Kale, this is the work from home vibe. Because let me tell you right now. I'm partying the front. I'm business at the bottom. I'm in my boxers right now, baby. That is deeply upset. He just showed me his <laughs> hairy, pale legs. <laughs> oh. All right, Cal. We have to settle a score. Uh, we are going to move right into our final little segment of the week. And we are finally going to decide, 
between <laughs> two of the greatest games of all time to figure out which one is Long Live Plays IGN's greatest video game of all time, Kale. Do you remember who we have? From the left bracket, we have God of War from Sony Santa Monica, the action RPG adventure starring Kratos the man and Atreus the boy. Going on a journey together, father and son. And then in the other corner, we have The Last of Us. We have Joel and Ellie, a father and daughter. I mean, father and surrogate daughter going on a similar journey of (laughs) discovery. It is more of a shooter and less of an action RPG. (laughs) But that's what you've got. This is the battle of the babysitters right here, people. From Naughty Dog, should say. (laughs) Battle of the babysitters. We got Kratos and a boy. We got... Joel and a girl, who's going to take the fucking cake? Kale, I want to know who you choose. I swear I'm not doing this to be a contrarian. I've actually thought about this all week, and I think, for me, it has to be The Last of Us. I love God oh, of I love and look it. At, and look at this, Kale. While you thought you were being a contrarian, really, you're fucking <laughs> toeing the line like every other shill in the world, because I, too believe The Last of Us is the correct answer. Well, that's the thing. It's not even contrarian. I feel like if the IGN list had come down to this, which I assume it didn't, The Last of Us would have won. What are the last... Do we know... I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, let me find that. Give me one one sec to find out. All right, quick quick little goggle search on the goggles. I can't say Google, copyright infringement. Fuck, (laughs) I said it. In IGNs, it actually came down to God of War Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, where did The Last of Us lose? The Last of Us lost to Grand Theft Auto. Interesting. That's fucking heresy. Sixty-two percent. Well, it's a popular. This is a popular. This is the popular vote, right? And we all yeah. know, based on the U.S. elections, the popular vote means fucking shit. All right. We're I am the electoral, the electoral college, <laughs> <laughs> and we say fuck Grand Theft Auto Five. It wasn't even that good. Uh, I'm glad. Oh, and they also gave uh, Legend of Zelda beat Bloodborne. Uh, so the the finals of that right bracket for IGN was Grand Theft Auto versus The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh my god! I don't think Grand Theft Auto is as good as everyone thinks it is. It's driving me crazy right now. Uh, also on the left bracket, God of War beat out Grand Theft Auto San Andreas to get into the championship round as well. Oh shit! You know what we missed? Those Grand Theft Auto remasters. There was a trailer for that. I I watched oh. that after I put together the news. Yeah, look, there was a trailer for it. It looks average, honestly. Yeah, I, sometimes it's I was looking. Well, sometimes I was looking at the the before and after screens, and I was like, I think, I think the original looks better. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird cartoony style. Real saturated on the colors when they when they do the like remastering. It's I don't know, kind of looked a little strange to me. But maybe I just need to see a little bit more rather than just like screenshots next to each other. But anyway, back to what we were actually talking about. God damn, uh, I think. For me, The Last of Us is literally like a game I think about a lot and the story is unrivaled and the, the the tension that it holds for almost the entire game is I haven't experienced anything like it since. Yeah, with the exception for me of The Last of Us Part 2, which fun fact, I'm also streaming. So maybe that's colouring my... Uh, my uh... <laughs> Can you just stop dropping these little like, oh, I'm actually streaming that. No big deal. Oh, like, look, it's hard. It. Okay, no, Once... no one's watching, dude. <laughs> Once you have ascended to the heavens of Twitch godship, like you and I briefly did, but I've continued to ascend while you have descended. I oh, have yeah, elevated. I started a new job. It's, <laughs> it's different now. My life's different now, dude. Okay? We didn't even mention it, but I started a new job today. It was fine. 
a lot of training, <laughs> just looking at a screen for ages. So it's really fun to continue looking at a screen with you right now. <laughs> I love <laughs> it's not. It's I not. love the month of lead up where you've been like, can't wait to get out, can't wait to start my new job. Now you're like, it's fine. <laughs> oh no, no, don't get me wrong. It's just because I'm just training. I'm not doing anything like crazy, crazy. Don't get me wrong. It is beautiful, Kayla. <laughs> I I I went into the office for the one one day today just to kind of get a bit of a. Lay down the groundwork, as it were. Figure out what I'm doing for the rest of the couple of weeks. And it's fantastic. Right. It's really weird to, like, be a grown-up and be like, oh, I can, like, just leave and come back at, at some time. And, and no one's really monitoring when I get here, when I leave, and I can just do whatever I want. And now that I'm going to be working from home from, like, tomorrow onwards, that's even more the case. I can't imagine you putting on pants any time during the working week. <laughs> oh, dude. I can't even imagine me putting on a shirt unless I have a meeting. <laughs> and even then, just put like a little tie on us. Uh, look, uh, Kavindi, you've done it again. You've you've sidetracked us again. So here's the thing: Last of Us is really good. <laughs> They're both really good, honestly. Probably like the two best games that I can remember in the last ten years. So is it is it that easy for us? Like again, I think yeah, with some God I actually Wars... uh, I was surprised that it did what you, like that you did what you did. Yeah. Um, I think we both did the same thing this week where I was like, I, I love God of War. Yeah. But I think The Last of Us is better and means more. I think like I think I've got another God of War playthrough in me. I will say this. I think I can pretty happily leave the original Last of Us. I, I probably won't ever play that game again. What about when they remake it for no reason? God, I hope I'm strong enough to resist that. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're weak. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, playing The Last of Us 2... Fucking hell, the game is immaculate. Like, everything about it, it's just like they are on a different level. And if Sony Santa Monica is, like, I would say would be the next in line, like, as good as, like, you know, Insomniac is with Spider-Man and Ratchet, those games aren't as much for me. They're different games. They're, like, the fun action-y, less invested. Like, God of War and The Last of Us both have that, like, deep story level. And there's, there's just so much to it. Like, there's just so much detail that it's just a level no one else can reach. And, mm. yeah, for me, Naughty Dog still, as lame as it is, as mainstream as it is, I think they're still the benchmark. Yeah, I want to almost play Uncharted 4 again, but that doesn't really matter right now, does it? I have no time to play new games, let alone old ones. <laughs> hey, why don't you just come check out my Twitch stream? You can All right. live vicariously. <laughs> I actually will watch it while I'm working. I'm not even joking. Easy done. Uh, I think, look, we don't have to say too much more. The grand winner of Long Live Plays, IGN's <laughs> best video game of all time, is The Last of Us. Don't fucking at me, but you can at Kale. I'll take uh, it. And watch him stream. I might stream one day, but don't watch me. Uh, that This has been episode 21 of Long Live Play. <laughs> I have been Govinda Whitehurst. Uh, this has been... My fries. I remain Kale Adam, and I will become <laughs> twitch.tv slash Kale Adam. <laughs> this has been my McDonald's fries. And follow him and follow us at Long Live Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Until next time, peace out. The Last of Us is the GOAT. <laughs>